If you're anything like me, you've always had a sense that there was more to life, that there was more than what you saw, what you had experienced and what you had been exposed to. I never knew exactly where this yearning, this desire came from for more. And I didn't know exactly what that more was. I just knew that there was more for me. Well, God created each and every one of us with a specific purpose in mind. And that purpose, that's your more. See, there's more for me and there's more for you. So as we journey and draw closer to God, we'll get to know him. And as we get to know God better, we'll get to know ourselves better and understand ourselves better. And that's when it all begins to work together and it will be revealed to us. We will discover what the more is that God has for us. So let's continue to journey together. And as I discover the more that God has for me, I'm confident that you too will discover that God has more for you. Let the journey continue. Welcome to More For Me with yours truly, Kat Nicole. What up, homie? What's going on? Welcome to the studio. If this is your first time stopping by, thank you for joining the homies and I here on The Good Homie Ship. And if this is not your first time, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Either way, it is an honor and a privilege to have you join me here in the studio for this week's episode. We're checking along here on The Good Homie Ship, and I hope that uh, you remember and or that you, you receive this, that I believe that God has more for me and that God has for, more for you. And what exactly does that mean? Everybody is on a journey in this life. And I believe that the journey that we're on is leading us towards a destination of more that God has for us. And uh, whether or not you're headed towards that destination or someplace else, um, if you receive that God does have more for you as you continue to uh, seek out who you are and who he is to you, it'll align and you identify, hey, exactly what is that destination? But whatever your wildest dreams, whatever you may have thought for yourself, know that God literally has more for you. The sheer disappointment to have my, one of my many timers go off during this later than normal recording, but let's keep it moving anyway. This week, I wanted to chop it up with you guys about healthy community. Um, the idea you may have heard, I believe is an African proverb that says, it takes a village to raise a child. Well, here it is today. I'm telling you, drop the child. You don't necessarily need one to know that it takes a village. And that's how we end up with healthy community. As I look back over the past few years, um, it has become crystal clear for me that community is very important. We talk about it a lot here on The Homie Ship. That's the whole idea behind The Homie Ship. Don't do life alone. I'll invite you to accompany me on my journey and hope that you do the same for me. We can connect and do life together to be a support system. But I wanted to walk through some of the uh, more recent journeys that I'm referring to that make me realize the value of a healthy community, that village, um, but as well as uh, what are some of the, the things that you can look for in a community, in a healthy community, right? Because you can be surrounded by people, but if you're not surrounded by the right people, then it's not worth a bag of dead flies in the words of Willie Bell Gibson. All right. So some of the experiences, some of which I have shared with you prior to this episode, but let's go ahead and roll them all up in one, put them in this crock pot and see what we have here. So simmering at number one, we have moving to Cali. Our move to California definitely was all about healthy community. Before we left 
embarking upon that move, the big transition for our family, as well as the community that we connected with once in California that um, helped sustain us, uh, those long distance that were back in Texas and other places in the country, but especially the Californians and the transplants to California that we connected with and were able to do life with for those 18 months. Moving back to Texas, at the end of 2021, our family, uh, literally December 24th, touched down in the state of Texas. Um, so that transition back to Texas was also one that um, we embraced our community and the support that we had getting all settled. Uh, we had, we chose, <clears throat> excuse me, I won't say we had, like it was forced upon us, but we chose uh, about three three and a half weeks to <laughs> uproot our family and move back to Texas. So that definitely um, required and uh, we appreciated the healthy community that we had during that. Um, there were some, or there have been a few racial uh, experiences that we've had that have been pretty negative and it was a healthy community to help navigate those waters. Uh, my husband and I are not strangers to racism, uh, but when you involve our children, that definitely hit different especially at their age, to have to experience, for my son in particular, some very direct and heavy hitters in terms of racism that was um, overt, not subtle, but overt and direct, directed towards him uh, precisely. Some of which I shared um, on the show. I think one of, one of those instances I didn't, but uh, the wraparound love and support of a community to remind us that, hey, it's okay in our processing and navigating the waters and even the conversations to have with him and our stance as a family, uh, that those were, were, were very important. Celebrating wins with others. Despite all of the things that I come on the, the show and talk about, there are a lot of wins that we've been able to celebrate that have happened in our life, but then also in the lives of those that we love and are close to us. And I think um, it's great. The Bible says mourn with those who mourn and rejoice with those who rejoice. And while sometimes it seems like the mourning can be, you can have an abundance of those opportunities, it's very important that we learn to rejoice with others, that we celebrate their wins. Um, because when you're in community, your win is my win. Uh, new school, new schedule. That's more of our uh, our recent uh <laughs> life right now that as a family we've have new schedules our kids are at a new school it's a uh, new and more demands on the household and what we want to accomplish and what we have in mind for our kids and their experience academically as well as uh, culturally and so with that um, our community continues to be of support and actually is growing and extending uh, by virtue of the uh, institution that we've decided our children will uh, matriculate through in this season the experience of losses. Um, something that I've been very frank about is the loss of my dog, which again, you might somebody like, you still talking about this? Yes, I am. Um, we'll talk about uh, next week, grief as a whole. Uh, but when you experience a loss, it could be of a life, it could be of a, of a thing, of a, of a relationship, a friendship, but there are different losses that you experience. And we've had the support of a healthy community as we transition um, those different phases and things of, uh, of life and had the privilege to be there for others during their, um, their experiences of loss in this season. Uh, a big, big uh, one for me that I noted here is just being in the midst of a season of growth. When you're in a season of growth, there could be um, not necessarily that it's slow 
or it's rapid, but the fact that there's continual change, there's stretching and growing and discomfort. And to be able to do life with somebody through all of that, depending upon where you are, it could be kind of annoying. Uh, I literally just say it like, Something again, yes, every week is like a different challenge, something new up at bat to try to strike me out. But to continue to come at bat and stay in the game is something altogether um, different and requires the support of, of others, really being able to appreciate the people that are around me and that I'm connected with, healthy community. And then the last thing, uh, again, very specific to this season, not necessarily, yeah. It's not really specific to this season. I think it's specific to all of life. But in this season, I've received this truth like I never have before. And that's needing the help of other people. Um, when you acknowledge that you need the help of other people, uh, for me and my personality, that's a very big step to acknowledge that I need help. But um, it's been amazing to realize in needing help, the acknowledging and receiving the actual help that I have around me. Because I do have a healthy community, it's turned into more of a safe space for me to practice uh, and exercise muscles so that they can be strengthened. And that is something that I'm not fearful of or uh, about the outcome if I ask someone to help to help me or acknowledge that I need help and be vulnerable with somebody in that capacity, whether big or small, still a big feat. And having healthy community has been life changing for me in these areas. Now, these are some examples that are very specific to me and my journey. But I do want to encourage you to think about what ways do you feel that you could utilize and leverage a healthy community? And what ways have you been uh, utilizing and leveraging a healthy community? And or in some cases, maybe you're resisting the truth that you need a healthy community. Self-reflection is the best reflection, homies. So we continue to do that and not just reflect for the sake of reflecting, but that we can um, that something can be revealed to us so that we have deeper and greater understanding that our actions might change in a way uh, that would positively impact our journey towards the destination of more that God has for each and every one of us. And so those examples, they may begin to get the wheels turning and stimulate something in your mind or your heart. But I do want to share five things with you that I think are important when you are identifying your healthy community. And sometimes you may say, hey, I'm cool with what I have. But when you look to grow and expand that healthy community, you want to make sure you keep a good thing going. Uh, what is it? A little, a little, a little will leaven a whole lump, something like that. But a little bit can ruin the, the whole thing, you know? So you want to make sure that you are uh, doing so in a intentional manner so that you maintain that healthy community or you can establish a healthy community. Some things to look for when you are um, looking for a healthy community. I believe at the top of that is in a healthy community, people are accepting of you. Um, when I think about being accepting of others, I think about the gospel. God wants you just the way you are. He created you. There's nothing that you have to change and work out before you come to him, before you receive his gift of salvation, before you have a relationship with him. There's nothing, no prerequisites. Come as you are. Now, the thing, when you look at the gospel, God wants you to come as you are, but he loves you too much to allow for you to stay the same. He literally wants and has more for you. 
And so that's what I think about when I uh, say that you want to find people that are accepting of you. You accept me or people accept you as you are, but they want what's best for you. They want more for you in life. So there's not a, um, a settling for where you are and say, that's perfect. Stay here forever. They realize that there's more for you, even though they accept who you are. No prerequisites. You don't have to change to connect with them, to do life with them, to be in community with them. They are accepting of who you are. The second thing I think you look for is people that challenge you to grow. So I accept who you are, but that I'm still willing and able to challenge you to grow. Again, not that you're not good enough, but that I believe that there's more for you and that we should all be continuously growing and evolving across all aspects of life, not just in one particular area, but if we are to be image bearers of God, followers of Christ, then we are becoming more Christ-like, showing more of God's image day by day as we are transformed, renewed, and we are changed by his Holy Spirit. So that means that a challenge to grow will be encouraging you in that vein to be more like Christ, to bear the image of God. And that's a healthy thing. Number three, people who will not let you settle for less than God has for you. When you encounter somebody who will not let you settle for less than God has for you, then status quo, where you are, is not good enough. Not complacent. You're willing to continue to push and seek God in terms of what he does have for you. So there's a lot in that, right? Then people have the opportunity to know you. I'm not saying that you project onto me what you want me to do, say, or how you want me to move but what God has for me. So there's an intimacy, a knowing uh, there that has to be had in order for you to encourage me and to push me, whether or not um, it's been revealed directly to you through the Holy Spirit or whether or not it's just in conversation and things that I've shared that are on my heart that you can begin to see and understand like this is what God has for you. I sense that for you or you share this with me so I can encourage you. People who do not let you settle. Number four, it is unconditional. What is it? Their support and their love for you is unconditional. You can disagree. You can have a fallout, falling out, but they, there's still unconditional love and support. Now, not in a nonsense kind of way. If you're going to get ready to do something stupid, it's not like, yeah, go ahead and do that dumb thing. No, no, no. Not in that way, but in terms of you uh, being the the person that God has called you to be, you being the best version of yourself, you enjoying and experiencing life uh, with a godly lens that people are unconditionally supporting you in those things, right? And last thing, uh, I believe as you look for a healthy community, um, that there's an element of healthy community that is sacrificial. Really, as I as I mentioned these five things and think over them in 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 some way, they all uh, kind of go back to being Christ-like. That there's some something sacrificial in that healthy community. Uh, sometimes when you support others, you don't get anything from it. Sometimes it requires some of your resources, whether that's your time, your energy, like that's going to be required in your healthy community. There's a give and a take. 
you give, but you can also receive. And so those are things that you want to make sure that you're looking for as you identify in a healthy community. If something is always draining you and you don't get anything from it, if it's not life-giving, then you have to stop yourself and question, is this really a healthy community? Is this a connection, a commitment that God is calling me to? Um, if people are not accepting of you and everything about you has to change in order for you to fit, is that really a healthy community and what God has called you to? If people aren't willing to challenge you to grow and they're like, hey, this mediocrity that you're giving off, it looks good on you. Is that really what God is calling you to? If people are willing to let you settle for less than God has called you to, going kind of back to that mediocrity, right? Is that really the community that God has for you? And if it's conditional acceptance, love, support, is that really what God has called you to? We are not meant to do life alone. We are literally created for community. So as you seek to shore up your village, your community, your homieship, make sure that these are things that you can take into consideration. It's like, well, how do you know? Here are some things that you can kind of utilize to wet your palate and begin to decipher and discern. Is this my healthy community? Um, and I hope that you have one. And if you don't, that you're able to find one because Man, this is literally how I've gotten through this the past uh, seasons of my life is really connecting with others and doing healthy community, not just looking for support from them, but also being able to give out the same support that I desire to have. Not only do I desire to have healthy community for myself, but I want you to have healthy community. I know you have access to it, but will you receive it? Will you rely upon it and engage it? That's all that we have for this week, guys. I thank you for tuning in to yet another episode, and I hope to see you back here. Same mold, same time, same place. Until next week, remember, God has more for me and God has more for you. Now let's get it. Take care. With everything that we face in life, both good and bad, we are presented with an opportunity to become a better version of ourselves. It's up to us, though, to make the time to seize those opportunities. I hope that this episode helped increase your level of self-awareness, encouraged you, and even challenged you. Now, I would like to connect further with you. There are a few ways in the show description that you can do just that. Make sure that you subscribe, like, comment, and share this episode. You can also rate and review the show. Thank you so much and continue to journey with me.